Hello and welcome to BL Portfolio Podcast coming to you from Business Line's in-house research team. At the BL Research Bureau, we slice and dice stocks, mutual funds, insurance and other financial products as well as give you sound ideas to manage your money. I am Akhil Nallamuthu, Senior Research Analyst. We have with us in conversation Hari Vishwanath, Chief Research Analyst who covers international investing at Business Line. Hi Hari. Hi Akhil. Also joining us today is Kumar Shankar Roy. Senior Assistant Editor. Hi Kumar. Hi Akhil. The article titled First Lessons in US Investing published a few weeks ago was an interesting read giving a good introduction to investors in India on how to start analyzing the US markets. The information on knowing the right data sources and company filing, important news websites to track stocks and markets were insightful. For the benefit of our readers and listeners, we will have a discussion on few common questions new investors have. Let me start off by asking the most basic question. Is there a case for Indian investors to look at investment opportunities in the US? I am asking this because when India is expected to be one of the fastest growing economies, is there a need to look outside for opportunities? Yes, sir. The answer to this is twofold. There are two main reasons. Number one, the US is at the forefront of technological innovation. As we enter an era that is now being termed as the fourth industrial revolution, where physical, digital and biological worlds are getting merged, investing in companies that are going to drive this new era is crucial. And US is the country which has the maximum companies geared towards capitalizing and furthering this trend. For example, uh, technological innovation requires software, requires semiconductors and requires an ecosystem that enables this to flourish. US has all this. So given that US markets offer an opportunity to capitalize on the next big trends that the whole world is going to benefit from, not just the US. For example, if you see Uber was, was a concept that grew out of the US. Today, the whole world is using Uber. So if you want to invest in companies at the forefront of technology and innovation, US is the place to be. There was a time many decades back when Europe and Japan were also competing or in some cases ahead of the US when it came to technological innovation. But they have now lost out. If you see most of the big tech names in semiconductors, in software, in software as a service, are all from the US. The last best software company that I have heard which came out of Europe was SAP. After that, we have not had those big $100 billion companies coming out of Europe. So is the case with UK or Japan. So if you want to bet on the forefront of technology, US is the place to invest. So if your intention is to invest in telecom services, there really isn't a case to diversify into the US markets. But if your intention is to capitalize on emerging trends, then US is a place that you must invest in. Now coming to the second part of my answer. India might be having better growth than the US. But the other aspect we have to see is that when we invest in US companies, we are actually investing in companies that tap the entire globe as a market. For example, if you take most of the tech companies in the US, Google, Facebook, etc., most of them have anywhere between 45 to 55% of the revenues coming in from the US 
and the rest of the revenue is coming from the rest of the world. So by investing in some of the companies in the US, you are actually tapping a global market. So that's another reason to invest in the US. Yeah, your points are well taken. So when it comes to investing in the US, do we need to follow a different approach compared to India? Yes, Kumar. Uh, see, uh, the approach is different, but let me make one thing clear. The logic of fundamental investing is the same across the world. So wherever you're investing, the logic does not change. But the approach has to be a lot different from the approach you do in India because the US market has characteristics and structures that are different from India. For example, there is hardly a concept of promoter in the US. Most of the companies are diversely held. So the free float is high. The liquidity is high. Similarly, the data availability is also more. The filings that companies have been mandated on a quarterly basis are much more vast than what one has to do in India. So you have more data. So the person who is able to interpret all this data will have the edge. In the US market, I wanted to give this example. There is a research house that provides certain kind of information to investors that would actually amaze you. For example, it captures data from satellites and gives information to investors whether parking lots in retail spaces are full or empty. And based on this data, an inv investor can make a call whether the retail sales would be good or not. Similarly, another interesting example is recently in for one of the recent quarters, one research house was able to gather information based on mobile signals that there were a lot of people inside Tesla's factory. And based on that, they were able to give information to investors who were able to capitalize on this information, letting them know that the factory is buzzing in full capacity. And for that particular quarter, the sales of Tesla were well above expectations. So besides the data that companies find, there is also a lot of data gathering and interpretation going on outside this. So one will have to learn the nuances of this to benefit from investing in the US. Well, interesting. This kind of data gathering and analysis is quite novel. But on the flip side, what are the general precautions an investor must take before investing in the US stocks? Yes, the first precaution you need to take is first understand the company before you are investing. Either do your research or listen to the advice of experts. So that is one thing. You have to keep in mind that the markets can be volatile and especially the new age stocks can be very volatile. So you. These are opportunities where you can make good money or you can lose a lot of. For example, we just have to go back 20 years to the dot-com boom. When many companies were valued in billions of dollars, only a few survived to make it big till today. One example is Amazon. Many other companies were lost on the wayside. So one thing is you have to do your research and the other thing is you need to follow adequate risk management practices. Now, for that, you need to ensure that you don't go overboard on any one stock in trying to identify the next Tesla. So do your research, follow prudence in investing, have adequate risk management and diversify. The other thing I wanted to say is that 
in the social media age it is easy to get caught up in hype and trends the best example some recent times that we can think of is gamestop it should be, if you are an if you are a trader it's your call whether you want to make a bet or not on those kind of stocks but if you are a long term investor you need to ensure you do not get influenced by hyped social media trends which may not last beyond short periods are you mentioned uh, just now about the precautions and especially the impact of social media and the hype nowadays we have been hearing about the spac boom yes uh, tell us about what this packs are all about and uh, since there are a lot of investors can right now invest in uh, us stocks should they invest in spacs see it depends again some spacs can create value some may not but it needs to be done with a lot of due diligence for the simple reason that when you are investing in a spac you are actually giving somebody a license to actually make use of your money the way he or she deems fit so be sure when you are giving anybody that responsibility that apart there are a lot of companies that get listed via merger with spacs now what you have to be clear here is that because of the hype in the environment currently around spacs there is a possibility that initially the listing may be blockbuster and the stocks may do well for some time but then take the case of virgin galactic so in terms of technology and innovation as far as that company is concerned there is absolutely nothing to complain about but then there is something called valuation like warren buffett says price is what you pay and value is what you get just because you buy something at a high price does not mean its value is so high if you see virgin galactic it is trading well above the price at which it merged into a spac and got listed but at the same time it has fallen 50% from its all time highs so which is why i'm saying it depends maybe there may be some opportunities in spacs but many are hyped up so do your due diligence uh hari stocks are not get rich quick assets so in general what is the time horizon with which one must invest in us stocks should investors adopt buy and hold approach or take a more tactical method see it depends on the stocks that you are investing in and the teams that you are investing in all right so let's say if you want decent returns to beat interest rates in india then you should approach value stocks in the us there are lot of value stocks within technology sector itself for example at business line couple of months back we wrote about cisco as a value stock Cisco was one of the poster childs of the dot com boom and after doing well for the last couple of decades Cisco has now become a mature and stable company so it's now become more of a value stock rather than a high growth tech stock so in those kind of investments where you want to beat interest rates you can go for value stocks with a 2 3 year horizon besides Cisco we recently wrote about Walmart which can also be viewed as a value stock at a certain level so if it is value stocks you can take a 2 3 year perspective but then the other reason which i mentioned in our first point was that us offers a lot of opportunities to capitalize on emerging trends so these you could view it as thematic trends 
and you need to have a really long term perspective maybe even a decade for example if you take the stock of tesla which is today at around 650 dollars it was around 6 dollars in 2012 so look at the kind of returns you can make if you take make a thematic bet over a period of let's say a decade the current themes that are gaining traction and may play out over the next decade are themes like big data and analytics food technology we recently wrote about beyond meat a plant based company that is trying to substitute meats in a world where global warming is of concern and esg investing is also gaining traction a thematic stock like beyond meat might be an opportunity besides this there are other there are other themes like artificial intelligence one of the reasons why tesla is getting such high value is because people are assigning a lot of value to its autonomous driving technology so we may be getting into a world decade down the line where most cars might be driven using artificial intelligence pretty much the way flights are being driven for a long time many flights go on autopilot after take off so similarly we may move into a world where cars would be on autopilot now these are themes that will take time to play out this will involve a lot of research and testing before it scales up so if you want to invest in these kind of themes then you must take a long term perspective probably even a decade there are many things besides what i mentioned like artificial intelligence and big data and analytics there are many other themes that are in early stages like space tourism like brain machine interface etc all these will take time and if you want to make a thematic bet you may have to look anywhere between 7 to 10 years hari not just us stocks sometimes the us events also hog headlines an example is just around a week back we read how a hedge fund called arkegos run by somebody called mr bill wang it collapsed yes. i think in 2 3 days it just collapsed right yes so is that issue behind us now or this kind of events uh, investors should be alert in future as well yes see this was a case of a spectacular unwinding of a great story of riches made over many years lost in just a few days in fact mark novogratz who's the former uh, goldman sachs banker and now one of the bitcoin bulls has said this is the single biggest story of wealth destruction in the history of capital markets so that's exactly what he termed it as so arkegos was run by actually a fund manager who was considered to be pretty genius in making money so why do even genius people lose money leverage arkegos is a classic example of history repeating itself in wall street this happens period after period whenever interest rates are low and excessive risk is taken so arkegos was a case where le- excessive leverage was given by bankers the other interesting thing that probably indian investors may not be aware of is that a lot of trading in the us happens outside the stock exchanges this is done by direct relationship between fund houses and uh, investment banks so basically these are called over the counter transactions basically where shares are traded outside the exchange and uh, the prime brokers which are units of the wall street banks 
enable this kind of trading. There is also another concept known as dark pools, which are basically private stock exchanges. So one needs to be aware that what you see in the stock markets is not the only trading of listed stocks. Trading happens over the counter and in dark pools, which are private exchanges. So a lot of this trading as far as Archegos was concerned was happening over the counter outside the stock exchanges and using derivatives and ex hence excessive leverage was allowed by the banks. What should investors be careful about? If it can happen with Archegos, how many Archegos are now lying in the system that we are not aware of? Is there a case for another blow up like Archegos? Because over the last one year, we have seen excessive money printing and ultra low interest rate. So it is reasonable to assume that Archegos may not be the only fund which got benefit of this excess leverage. So we need to be sure whether there are many Archegos in the system. Another thing I would like to mention is that just eight months before Bear Stearns went bankrupt in March 2008, two hedge funds of Bear Stearns dealing with subprime mortgage went bust. But at that time, the response of investors and experts was that this, this was a risk that was contained and, was, and would not impact the broader system. But now, looking back in hindsight, we know that was a canary in the coal mine. So we need to be alert to possibilities of this. So being cautious after these kind of events would be recommended. Well, that was an engaging discussion on investing in US markets where we talked about wide ranging aspects. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with a fresh set of ideas to make your money work for you. You can read us in print at leisure on Sundays, read us online at thehindubusinessline.com slash portfolio and follow us at BL Portfolio on Twitter.